Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. What up, G? Hey, my music-loving brother. How you doing oh, this morning? Yeah, I'm a music-loving uh, brother. Got the muffin all done, the blueberry yeah, muffin. Thank you for those, by the way. Yeah, always. Thank a you sugar for in my system, which is good. And you're right. I, I'm a music-loving thank guy. Thank you for I've everything. A, I, I'm sure I've mentioned before, but I've got uh, I've got a stereo. It's, uh, the loudest set. My brother calls them the loudest set of uh, uh, headphones in, in the world. It's uh, they're not headphones, but you feel like you're wearing them when when you got them on. I've got a very small office at home, and I'm just surrounded by speakers, man, and and a and a and a watt pushing amp. Okay, so <clears throat> you just gave me inspiration. That is one of the things I'm going to do this year. Is I'm going to build out speakers in my office yeah. that will do the same thing. So thank you for that. I'll get your advice because um, we don't do this alone anymore. Right, right, right. Um, so I, I will do that. Second of all, this week. I said to I was listening to a song, <clears throat> and I wear Bose noise canceling headphones, right. and people mm-hmm. can hear it on the outside because right. it's so loud. And I'm like, how do I get it one more notch? Right? I know, I want right? One more I notch. just need more yes. volume here. All right, so you music loving brother, love my music, man. So, it talks to my soul. Well, we're gonna talk to your soul today. Okay. Okay. Um, so, if I may uh, tee this up, um, so I love music too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, music really speaks to my spirit, my soul. I relate to it. I use it. It can bring me down. It can bring me up. Yes. It can take. It can allow me to escape. And it's all kinds of music. You know, I I, I went to a during the holidays. I went to a uh, string quartet of experts. Um, do you want me to help take the trash out? No, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, just a just an expert of strings, right? Mm-hmm. And there were four of them, and just well, I guess that's what a quartet is. And and it was just, I mean, it's just music, right? Yeah. It just speaks to me. So, <clears throat> so what I want to try to do t- in today's episode is, um, there is a band called Blue October, and they are from Texas. They've been around I don't know fifteen twenty years. Um, most people will have heard one or two or five of their songs, right? They've, they've had some top hits. Um, <clears throat> and I really resonate with them uh, from a sobriety and recovery perspective. So I recently went to one of their concerts. I've been to like four times in total, but I recently went to one of their concerts. Did a, did a, I had an opportunity for a meet and greet, Q&A. A little VIP, huh? Yeah, a little, little, little VIP. You know, mm-hmm. I got the, um, the lanyard. You know? Oh, nice. It was cool. Oh, yeah. And... Um, Always so, makes you feel extra special. Well, you know, it, it just makes yeah. you feel connected. Yeah, that's what I felt connected. Yeah. So let's let's um, title this episode "A Night with Blue October." Okay. <clears throat> but I got to set this up. So what what we're going to do is just going to talk about it. We're just going to tee up some of their songs. Not going to play all the way through, but maybe the thirty seconds for each one. But. What I want to talk about, Blue October, and and as we are in AA, those that go to AA, or as we look at our sober lives, right, we have talked about the progressiveness of alcoholism, 
how it got worse every day, every week, every month, every year. It just gets mm-hmm. worse, worse. And recovery is also progressive, mm-hmm. right? You don't go from ground zero to the top of Everest in a week. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you trudge. Sometimes, you know, we use the word trudge. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a grind, right? Every day, every week, we get through. We suffer better. We get through. We work on the tapestry of sobriety, right? And so it's cool when we go to meetings and, and you're aware and you get out of your, your butt out of your head and you get out of your ego and you start being aware of others, mm-hmm. you can see how they progress, right, in, in their sobriety. Mm-hmm. How they were X and now they're ABC, right? <clears throat> and and so, Blue October is a very good example of sober progression. So a couple things about Blue October: there's you know there's you know five guys in the band and and um, they're raw, they are real, um, <clears throat> they speak to a level of pain like very few people can. So just to tell you the story, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, I don't have all the facts, but, you know, a long time ago, uh, the lead singer's name is Justin Furferfelth. I, I, I start every time I say that. Sure. And, um, and, and he is just, you know, he was in such uh, depression and drug and alcohol pain and addiction and and then those situations drove relationship issues and just you know self hate and self harm and and just I mean he was in hell check 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 just like I was just like you were and, and right so we we can relate to that right mm-hmm. a level of pain and and he talks and his songs are about they 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 are about he's very descriptive in his songs. And some of them are very emotional, um, and and I went to this concert right, and and I, I um, I had a second row seat, so I was I, I was in the heartbeat of the concert. I, I I wasn't watching it; I was a part of it, right? I really felt I was right there, <clears throat> and um, and so um, you can feel, right? But as I look back and I think of where they were, and then where they are today, right? Um, so one of the, I, I was part of a Q&A, and of course, Glenn's got to ask a, a question. Um, so he's sober. He's like 10 years plus sober, right? Um, and, you know, somebody asked him what his key word for 2023 was. He goes, hands down, Gratitude. Right. And, 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 and you look at that today and where he was, mm-hmm. right? So dark, painful. Some of his words, you know, cockroaches running through my head. I can relate to that, right? But as I was in, in the concert, right? Not watching, I, I was in it and the people around me, and, and it was very much like an AA room. And, and I looked around and I'm like, I see very few similarities of the people around me. You know, um, I mean, there was it was such a diverse crowd, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, what's the similarity here? And then I realized the similarities are on the inside, mm-hmm. right? The pain, the addiction, 
the alcoholism, the su- inner suffering, mental suffering, depression, pain, right? Mm-hmm. That's what connected everybody in that room. And it was really cool. It, it was a very much, for me, a spiritual experience. I mean, it just really was. It was like I was living sobriety. Like I was living the results because I know the early songs are pain, pain, pain. And then if, if you listen to the songs from 20 years ago and you listen to the songs today, you can see the progression getting better. And, and what I would like to do, I've picked, they probably have 50 songs, right? I've, I've picked five or six mm-hmm. that kind of point that out, right? And, and kind, of, kind of reflect the progression. Yes. And, and say, you know, hey, just recognize that as your sobriety grows, as your AA involved, because he's very, well, my question was, what's your number one key to um, sober success? And his response? And his response looked right at me. He goes, man, love you. He goes, without a doubt, it's the AA 12 steps. And then I shot back. Some say it doesn't work. He says, they don't work it. And and he goes, he goes, look, nobody wants me as a sponsor. <laughs> he goes, my sponsor has a challenge. He goes, we've been through a lot. He goes, but I'm here. And he talks today about peace and gratitude. And, and so I, if we can, man, th- this may just totally crash. No, I love it. Right? I love but the, I, this I might love totally the crash. But yeah. um, so I so I said to him, I said, hey man, I love oh oh I've I've tell you this. So through COVID, um, he was such a big help for me during COVID. Every Tuesday night, he jumped on live, a live stream, and you, you can YouTube him. I mean, his sessions are all over YouTube. Every Tuesday night, he took on a new step mm-hmm. for about a half an hour. So he shared his experience with that step. Very raw, very real. And then um, for the next two hours, he would play like covers. No. Off the cuff acoustic covers. Wow. And he just nailed like Coldplay stuff, Goo Goo Doll stuff, Metallica. I mean, he just would do covers. And the guy is so talented. So Blue October. Yep. So Brian's going to help us here. What we what we did is kind of build a uh, a list. So the first one, the first couple, right? So let's just say the first three, yep. right, are, are kind of in the paint. Okay. And, and he probably has 20 that are just cockroaches running through my right, head, right. you know, very pain. And then we, we, we shift gears, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you can almost hear not just the words, but the music shifting gears, like to maybe eight years later, right? Okay. And, and then we'll, we'll end with, um, all right, so let's just hear it. The, the, right. the first three are hate me. Okay. Um, and we can relate to that. Second is worry list. Because that's all we did was worry. Okay. Third one is fear. Okay, got it. Three great words, right? Okay. And then the next one is, so as we start to shift gears into sobriety and improvement, the next one is picking up the pieces. Okay. And then we shift into not broken anymore, you know, which is a really cool step. Okay, right. You know, and then... We move into home, which we'll, we'll talk about that, a song called Home. And then the last one is a song called uh, Better Man. Okay. 
right? So we're, yeah, so we're, we're just going to, so uh, Brian, we'll, we'll just tee these up. You know, I've got some thoughts on each one. We'll and this just, is called Hate Me? Yeah, the first one's called Hate Me. Okay. So, so Brian, we'll just jump in when it's time to uh, fade out, and then we'll uh, just share some thoughts on, on each one of these songs. See if this works. Start winding back a little bit. So I love those lyrics, man. Been, oh, it's just the the, the intro. With the I've been mom. sober now for three whole months. Oh yeah. man. Well, forget that. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm just. I mean, before he even gets into that with the with you know the the nervous bleeding of my brain. I mean, that was me right there. But that phone call from the mom. I mean, just how many me times have we heard so, phone from, calls of from desperation people, from people who loved, who loved us, us and, and, and just that's scared? Man, you sounded terrible. You looked terrible. You, you know, you weren't yourself. How you doing? You know, love that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mom's just trying to be positive. I mean, she's trying to be positive. Yeah, right, she ends that call. Right. I'm just checking on you. But she's scared. But she's scared out of her mind. Because, right. Because we're living so near death. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so this reminded me, some of his songs about relationships. I mean, he's been through tough relationships, breakups, marriage breakups, custody battles, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, he's got a wonderful little girl and now he's got several kids. And um, so... It reminds me of a relationship I had, I was in um, at the time. And it was a very painful relationship with me. And frankly, I never would have gotten sober in that relationship. And in 2014, I left that relationship because I wanted sobriety. And I worked with my sponsor and I worked with, you know, a, a therapy coach. And I mean, everybody coached me. You are drowning. You will never you will not find enough oxygen to survive in this relationship. You got to give yourself a chance. And I believe them and give. So a couple of the words, you just rolled out some of them, you know, he said, I have to block out thoughts of you. So I don't lose my head. They crawl in like a cockroach 
leaving babies in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty raw, right? Yeah. Um, it is I that wanted space, and I, I can relate to that. I needed to get out of that relationship. So, I mean, there's so much I relate to, right? <clears throat> Key line he just said, he goes, hey, I'm sober now for three whole months. It's one accomplishment that you helped me with. The one thing that always tore us apart is the one thing I won't touch again. Mm. And it was funny because in my relationship, she was so selfish. She was, you know, no, I, I use the word narcissist, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. But when I was in an alcoholic relapse, she would step up and get me to the hospital, get me to the ambulance, get me to the detox, get me, I mean, she, that was the only time that she ever showed she cared right. is when it was crisis, right? Um, and then, you know, a, another line, which I, she almost said this word for word, she whispered, how can you do this to me? Mm -hmm. And I can remember the last time, you know, I relapsed. I, I, I She probably said that word for word. Yeah. You know, it was all about her, right? <clears throat> so, you know, hate me today, right? I'm actually wearing the shirt, you know, right. hate, hate me, you know. Um, there are many times we hate ourselves, right? you know. Um, and, that, and that's the thing. I mean, if I could just park on that line for a second. I mean, boy, I, I, I never did in, I never did anything to show people it was all. It wasn't intentional to hurt somebody else, but the pain was in what I was doing to myself. I was very cognizant of the pain I was causing around me. You know, I was very cognizant of that, but there was nothing I could do about it. Yeah, so that's a um, <clears throat> that's one of the older songs. Probably a lot of people have heard that one. That's real popular. It's good song. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's shift gears. So this okay. next one's called the Worry List. The Worry List. Okay. Now, when when I listen to this, you know, I think about my daughters, you know, and the relationship I had with my daughters and, and, and how I chose booze, I cared more and loved booze more than I cared and loved for my daughters. Mm -hmm. And that's so, as I sit here, Mikey, that is so hard for me to say. Like, I can't even imagine. I just can't even imagine that. Mm -hmm. But that's how, that's how sick I was. And, um, and there were many times I chose, yeah, yeah, I, didn't, I chose booze over them. Right. Um, all right, Brian, let's tee up this uh, song called The Worry List. The Worry List. Hey, Brian, can you turn it up just a little bit? I might have been gone, daddy never walked out. 
Man, that hit. That really hits home. <clears throat> you know, I, I can remember so many times. Um, yeah, Brian, if you just played soft in the background, that, that, that'd be a nice touch. I mean, my, my kids worried about me so much. And I love how he just says, hey, man, just take me off your worry list. Right? And I, and I said that for years being fake. I'm like, hey, man, I'm okay. Just take me off your worry list. Like, yeah. I'm very good. So there's a couple lines. I'm tired, twisted, barely breathing, buried in the dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times is that us? Yep. You know? Because I'm standing right here. I got to make the best of it. You know? And, um, you know, as I was prepping for the show, something hit me last night. I'm, I'm going to share something you've, you've never known. And, um, I always, I always talk my way. People were worried about me, and I would always talk my way out of it and said, "I ah, don't worry about it. I'm good. I'm good. I'll figure this out. I'll figure this out." Um, <clears throat> and I always said, "I mean, hey, I was never suicidal." Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I mean, I, I never had a plan. I never, but but I knew I knew the path I wasn't on. I, I wasn't going to win. I, I knew it was a losing path. I knew I was. I knew there was no way out. <clears throat> and back, I'm trying. I was trying. I remember this last night, and it floored me. I can't remember the year. Um, it was around 2002, 2003, four, five, somewhere in there. I bought the website Diary of a Suicide, and my vision at that point was to document my way into alcoholic hell and alcoholic death because I knew I was on that path. So I can relate to a lot of this stuff of being in that level of hell with the cockroaches. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see a way out. I, I, I didn't see any other path. And I was on that you know, road to hell. And um, so this song you know he's talking about his girls and, and I think about my girls and um, oh, by, by the way I checked who is last night this site's available now I, I I did not renew it probably around 2006, 7, 8 I didn't renew it I just let it go so um, so it's still available so um, should they take you off their worry list now Glenn? yeah but it's funny um, so so yes absolutely take me off the worry list but not because I just say it, right? Because it's real, right? Because I'm not on that path anymore. I'm on a different path. I found a solution. Um, and there's a chapter in the big book called "There Is a Solution," and I found that solution, and I believed in and had faith in that solution, and I live in that solution every single day. And I mean, hey, man, for those sober curious to listen, it's not easy. The first, the first three months, six months, a year. I'm not going to paint a pretty picture. I'm not going to lie to you. It was hard for me. It was hard to change gears. It was hard to change my way of thinking. It was hard to change my way of living. Because, you know what, people don't like change. I don't like change. You know, it was hard. You know, you know the other thing, though, too, you're still on my worry list. You're still on my worry list. And I, I'm close to you. But I know the lure 
and I know the road we were on because I lived it. I can relate to you. I know that pull that it had and that habit that it was. It was our go-to, and I still worry about you. Yeah, the only thing, and <clears throat> I understand that. There's sometimes I worry about myself. Mm-hmm. But what gives me the confidence is the 25 things I do that's a right. day, a week, a month to stay sober. Yeah, I mean, that's the only answer I have. Yeah. And and it worked yesterday. That's right. And I have been through amazingly challenging, tough stuff. And I have the confidence to know that those 25 things work and, and actually produce a better result. Well, I'll, you throw know, away, I'll throw away the worry list for today. Yeah, you know what? I mean, hey, that's why you know I value you checking in and people check in. That's why I open up and share where I'm at, you know, yeah. because that's one of the tools is being accountable and being connected. Yeah, love it. You know, but he, he's got a couple lines in there I yeah. love. He says, I know God exists because I held them in my arms. Yeah. And that's how I feel. And, and um, just this week, man, I held my grandbaby. Wow. Five months old. I had coffee with her on Thursday morning. Yeah, a miracle. You know what, man? It's just... Uh, I know God exists because He's gave me He's given me a second right. second chance, um, and then He's got a line in there. He says, "Hey, I'm heading back home," and and I can relate to that. This is kind of where He starts shifting gears in His life, and I can relate to that because as I shifted gears, to, you know, back to my true north, and we've talked about mm-hmm. that, and, yep. and we'll probably keep talking about that. Love it, love it. All right, man. Hey, that got me a little emotional. It's a good song, man. Good song. All right, so let's talk about the next one. What is something it? that's prevalent in early sobriety um and it can continue even if you're sober you can live with this um unless you learn how to navigate around it through it and that's fear okay the song is called simply fear nope just fear fear okay been running from a pain in me a feeling i don't understand it's holding me down So rain on me, underwater, all I am, getting harder, every wave, carry around, today, I don't have to fall apart, I don't have to let the damage consume shadows through me cause that cool yes very excited i love the i love the pounding the rhythm of of the song and the lyrics are fantastic yeah what's cool man is when i also watch the video a lot of times and just he's so expressive and you can see the pain and Mm -hmm. you know you see the challenge and struggle in in his face and his in his gestures Mm -hmm. but a couple lines there is you know all my life i've been running from the pain Mm -hmm. in me a heavy weight i carry around and then he comes around and he says, hey, today, 
I don't have to fall apart. Right. I don't have to be afraid. And I don't have to let the damage consume me. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, fear in itself will reel you in and spit you out mm-hmm. over and over again. Use you up, break you down like you were never enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just says my whole my whole life, you know, outside of sobriety. Yep. I was afraid of being found out that I wasn't enough. Right. And I mean, just from adoption, you know, I, I lived a whole life of never feeling enough. Like, like, why wasn't I good enough, right? Why, why did my mom want me? Why wasn't I good enough? What was wrong with me? Um, never enough. And then, I love it. Said so here he is. I'm learning how to face my beast, starting to find some peace, and set myself free. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the first year of my sobriety. Learning how to face my beast. Starting to find some peace and set myself free. Well, you know the other thing too. It ta- he talks about uh, belief in himself, right? And I was so void belief in myself when I came into the program. And I love this line: "You believed in me before I believed in myself." And that's how I feel about the other people in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. They believed in me, and I thought, "How could they believe in me? I don't even believe in myself." They believed in me first. And it took me a long time before I could believe in myself. And I'm not talking about the belief that I can overcome the drink. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a belief in myself at the chorus level, like he's singing about right now. And I love that about the program. I mean, we both have, you know, decent sobriety. And I'm always reminded how slow this works. I mean, I believe in myself today. Mm-hmm. And and what I really do is I'm aware. I have a level of awareness today. When when I when I don't, I don't make shit up anymore. I recognize and very aware when I'm over my skis, mm-hmm. and I reach out. Yeah, I don't need to be the guy anymore that has all the answers. That's not me. Nope. You know, I I can be the guy that can pick up the phone and call five people and and ask for help. Mm-hmm. I love this video. We're we're actually for the folks not here in the studio. We're actually watching the video he's out in cliffs in the ocean he's in the water what i love about it is the back i don't know what they call it but the but the current is pulling you right. can just see the current pulling at his feet and but he's, he's standing firm no nah, that's cool firm. man love it that's What's cool next? so that's fear yeah <clears throat> okay so now we're we we've identified the problem you know we we felt the pain we've had the fear and you know, I hope, I hope when Justin listens to this, he goes, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. Or, man, these guys don't have a clue. They right? don't have a clue. Um, all right, so the next one is picking up the pieces. Mm-hmm. Which is something we did a lot of. Yes, indeed. Yep, go ahead. Ready. Oh, I oh. see. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Tell me when you're ready, he says. So the guy playing the piano right now, he, um, during my question, when he said AA, he jumped in, he goes, connection. Mm. Oh, no, no, he, he said, he said, you got to fix your thoughts. thoughts. That's so true.
really need to talk with you I keep stepping on the vein that puts my lifeline flowing through I want to be your perfect stick of glue But I don't feel perfect at all Sad and insecure flaw I find it hard to hold a conversation I get sweaty sick and I want to walk away It's not you or strictly me in this situation But I'm wondering will it ever go away Go away Sometimes I feel like weeping Awaken when I'm sleeping Perfecting how to put a game face on This puzzle I've been keeping Has been in hiding Creeping out the closet door Spilling out onto the floor How long Will I be picking up these pieces How long Will I be picking up my heart and blue family I'll be as honest as I feel I'm paranoid because I'm hearing shit and it never turns out real it feels like my heart is made of pure steel it's just so heavy all the time I'm scared of death I'm scared of living I gave up on the past cause it's unforgiving Shit I misplaced my trust, I watch my word begin to rust I'm a balloon about to bust I need a place for reliving Sometimes I feel like weeping Awaken when I'm yeah, sorry wow. huh? Yeah, it sure Perfecting is how to put this game yeah. And we're also watching them, man. Just the emotion in every single word, and you know, a couple of lines. You know, sometimes I feel like weeping, awake, and when I'm sleeping, perfecting how to put a game face on. How many times did we do that? How long will I be picking up the pieces? A really popular question in early sobriety. How long? How long? Will it take to clean this up? Yeah. Remember in, in that conversation, I heard a sponsor, you know, a sponsor, lied to his wife for 20 years, and he's you know, 90 days sober. He's like, how long do I got to put up with her shit not trusting me? You know, I'm 90 days sober. I'm doing all the right stuff, and, and she's checking up on me, and, and how long? And the sponsor looks at me and goes, until. And I thought it was one of the wisest things I've heard. You know, how long? Until. And when I'm sleeping, perfecting how to put a game face on. God, how many times do you put a game face on? Yeah, right. You know, absolutely crumble, crush inside, but yet, hey, man, let me, let me <laughs> remind you of another song by Blue October called Drama Everything. They're worried about, <laughs> you know, the roses looking good on the front of the house and the house looking great curb appeal and great pride of ownership. Meanwhile, the basement's flooding. Mm-hmm, right. You know, inside. Right. Don't look inside, Don't look man. inside, right. So the second um, set of lines is, um, I'm scared of death. I'm scared of living. Mm-hmm. How many times do we feel that? Oh. Shit, I gave up on the past because it's unforgiving. I misplaced my trust. I watched my word begin to rust. 
on that balloon about to bust. I need a place for reliving right. still. Yeah, I, lo- I love this line. Listen, listen, I have to be honest. I feel, I feel like I'm getting more paranoid and I'm hearing things, and they never turn out to be real. I mean, what I spent, uh, I spent decades of my life worrying about God. shit that never transpired, you know? But what I wasn't worrying about was the relationships I was damaging. And circling back to what you said, it's going to take more than five years me i know this now that it's going to take more than five years to really rebuild the trust in those relationships that i damaged so much now i could i have one or two options i could either be depressed that the relationship isn't where i want it or i can continue just to do the things today to improve that relationship to whatever level it's going to get to on its own and i choose that love it man you know that last line i need a place for reliving Mm mm-hmm AA is a place of reliving. It will teach you how to relive. <clears throat> Love it, man. So picking up the pieces. So we're going from you know dark, dark and deep to now. Hey, picking we're picking up, up right, the pieces. Right. So Brian, let's switch gears to not broken anymore. Yeah, I think this is about a relationship. You know, it's almost like if I were to go back to that painful relationship. And I would say, sure. hey, look, you know, I'm not broken anymore. Right. I know how to let you How am I supposed to let you go? And now you stand in front of me. Did you say, can you say, or can can you say today you're not broken anymore? 
Yes. So can I. What really moved me about his this song is this line just screamed out at me. The ship that kept me afloat. My wife, through all the treacherous waters and the storm and when I was capsizing and and flipped over even, she just circled around me and kept me out of the, kept me from death. It's amazing. The ship that kept me afloat. <clears throat> so I think, I think, getting emotional <clears throat> I think the best report card I can sit here and say I'm not broken anymore I was so broke that is such a report card man that is <clears throat> just not broken a lot of shit's not perfect it's never going to be perfect but I'm not broken anymore and I love what you said man about you know carrying my sponsor carried me for so long but what I know now is that God carried me that's right for so long <clears throat> I don't know man not broken anymore great that's a, song that's a man pretty, very powerful you know, stuff I'll tell you what man to sit there and listen to that song in quiet and look and reflect and, and I can say without a shadow of a doubt that I'm not broken anymore right strong it's like that. Strong. <laughs> What's that Japanese thing? Oh, um, that, that we did a episode yeah, where it breaks the, and then cor- it comes back cor- with yeah. gold and it's yeah. a brand new, and, and I remember, stronger piece of pottery, right? Yeah, there, there's a K word that yeah. it's a Japanese piece of pottery. It's a broken piece of pottery that's put back together with gold, right. and it is more beautiful and better than it ever was before it was broken. Yeah. And I remember I, I gave that to my uh, wife for a wedding present. Yep. And, um, you know, our lives were broken, but, hey, we, we put it back together and we're not broken anymore. I can't. Kin, kintsugi. <laughs> bless you. Yeah, kintsugi. Kintsugi. Bless you. That's awesome. All right, man. So right. touching music, isn't it? Yeah, it was awesome, man. Not, not, not broken anymore. Okay. All right. Let's shift gears. So I, I, I got to tell you about this. Um, so my wife and I went to see Blocktober probably a year and a half ago or so. And it was in Chicago outside, and we were pretty up close. And So they sang this song, and I had to, st- I had to stop. And I actually sat, you know, like, everybody's standing up during these concerts. And so I, I had to sit down. I actually had, like, tears come to my eyes. It was so emotional. They have a line in this song because it really sums up what did it for me. And so, <clears throat> clearly shifting gears here. Um, this is a this is a more recent song. It's called "Home," and we'll let Brian play it, and and then we'll. Uh, but it's real positive, and it's almost like a model for good living today. You know, it's almost like you know. I'll smile if I want to. I'm not afraid, gonna flaunt it too. Wanna glow when you're living true. Yeah. I'm living for the right now 
I had a few friends show me how, yeah. I take a deep breath and blow it out, let it go. But listen, I, I can't wait to see what's around hmm. the corner. I can't wait to soar. Baby, I lie awake and I watch you sleeping, thinking it's the little things that make a home. Mm -hmm. Dancing in the kitchen in the pale moonlight Only care in the world is that our kids are alright Daddy loves mama and mama loves him Tomorrow we get to do it over again So smile, let me baby take my breath away With the good Lord willing, I'll be happy to say That daddy loves mama and mama loves him Tomorrow we get to do it over again Hey, isn't that cool? Yeah, it's really cool. Tomorrow we get to do it over again. I feel like I'm gonna win And I'm as proud as I've ever been Cause I'm surrounded with some good friends mm -hmm. Yeah, a good friends, good friends uh -huh. I'm like I bet you that's a sponsor. Yeah, I stay sticky cause I gotta be the We're watching the video. My girl, my friends, my home, family I do it all, truly I It's incredible, huh? It's good stuff, man. I mean, so many, yeah. So you can't tell me you don't recognize the progression. Yeah, right. Cockroaches in, in, my my head. Head. Yes, in my bed, in my head, to home. What a song of new life and positivity. And he has achieved this due to sobriety and right. due to living the AA way of life. Yeah. I mean, you can, I mean, again, we're watching yeah. the video here. So you, oh, he's we, bouncing we, around the kitchen. Yeah, he's smiling. We, uh, he's happy. He's healthy. We not only can hear the words and music and inflections, but we can right. see his facial expressions. And my guess is one of those pictures in there was the sponsor. That's my guess. Um, <clears throat> so I sat down because, man, this is life today. Right. This is yep. we we talked about alcoholic hell, and we 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 can paint that picture, right? But what does a picture of today look like? What does a picture of sobriety look like? And I really believe that's what this song is about. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'll smile if I want to. I'm not afraid. I'm going to flaunt it too. Yeah. Right. I mean, we do that. We, I know. We flaunt. You know, our, our happiness. I'm living for the right now. And this is what brought me, this next line is what brought me tears in that concert. A few, had a few friends, a few friends. show me how. That's right. And you're one of those friends, brother. And and I look at that as my I, AA. Yeah. My AA friends showed me how to find the path and live the path. Yeah. And now you're bouncing around your kitchen. Yeah, and I said, I take a deep breath, I blow it out. Yep. Let it go. Holding your baby girls. Yep. Said, I can't wait to see what's around the corner. I can't wait to soar. Yeah. And then what I really love, and, and this is the AA way, man, live for today. Yeah. You know, live in a moment. We just did a recent episode on that. Live in a moment, one day at a time. And then guess what? You give it all you got today, page 86 in the big book. And then you get to do it all over again tomorrow. You get to do it all over again tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow. What, a, what a story of hope and, and just happiness and, and just kind of paint a picture of 
you do this shit, you get through it, you suffer better, you, you go through all this shit, right? right? And then, man, that, that's a picture of the songs called Home. And- yeah, we'll throw these links up in a special. What I'm going to do is I'm going to package a special little Blue October section in the, uh, and it'll have the five songs we just played in there. If you want to play along at home, you can listen to the complete All right, so I got versions. one last yes. um, one last song. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to see them in Chicago in March again. It's like a spiritual experience. I mean, people go to church every week. Why can't I go to Blue October a couple times a year? I'm not going to tell you no. All right. So um, last song, <clears throat> and I don't have this torn apart yet. It's a relatively new song off their, off their new uh, LP, <laughs> off their new album. <laughs> Welcome to Woodstock. I know. Off their Woodstock album. Um, and it's called Better Man. And... Mm. Again, it's, I mean, it just came out, right? So it's 20 years away from the dark cockroach, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. The hate me and the cockroaches and the pain and depression and alcoholism and addiction and the hating and self-loathing and blah, blah, right? Guilt, shame, remorse, all those sexy words. And and, and now he's singing a song about being a better man. So I don't don't have the words torn apart. I, I haven't done a mental absorption, you know, I guess, or analysis, whatever that you want to use, but. Let's roll it, Brian. Thanks, man. Just holding on. And now I see there's no one close to me. Yeah, that's not how it's supposed to be. I made them wrong. Watch me as I hand make my own stone wall. There's a reason I won't ever let you in Why they never mean what they say Told me they'd come back here someday Like my love was not enough for them to stay And never any luck when I try Everyone's so good at goodbye it's all I've ever known to walk away So yeah, I'm gonna leave you And learn how to stand But then I'm gonna come back A better man mm-hmm. I taught myself That no one could love me And it wouldn't be easy road I'm on And now I'm gone and my head's hanging low again God, I could use a friend I didn't trust no one You better calm down You're Mr. Wrecking Ball <laughs> There's a reason I won't ever let you in why they never mean what they say Told me they'd come back here someday Like my love was not enough for them to stay And never any luck when I try Everyone's so good at goodbyes And it's all I've ever known to walk away It's a pretty good goal, huh? To be yeah. a better man be a better man. Goodbye, Mr. Wrecking Ball. God, man. 
I was just going to call you a wrecking ball, only only because you got thrown out of Vegas. But <laughs> I mean, I got thrown out of life, dude. Oh, I love how you say that. That is so true. Yeah. I mean, wrecking ball. I mean, there is no better description for my life and the impact I had on everybody around me. Yeah. A wrecking ball. But I'm telling you, I can say with confidence today, I'm a better man. Yeah. You know, and 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 that's not bragging. I, I think I've done the work to be able to say, hey, I'm a better man today. Mm-hmm. And I look at people around me with sincerity, integrity, genuineness, and say, hey, man, I'm giving you the best I've got. Mm-hmm. And I've never been able to say that my whole life, man. It was always, you know. And you know, here's the beauty. It's I've said this a couple times in the last couple of weeks. It's not about the not drinking part. That part's no, a layup. That's just, that's that, just the interest a, key. That's right. It, it's it's not that I just don't drink. It's that I'm thinking. You know, I've transformed my way of being, and and I didn't do it. I I did it with the help of a lot of people. You know, and, and it's like I have a level of I have so much confidence in in the path of being a better man that if people don't like it. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just we were joking about not everybody likes chocolate ice cream. Right. It's you know what? I get I'm over the top. I get I'm grandiose. I get you know I just get me. I know me and I'm comfortable with me for the first time in my life, man. In sobriety, mm-hmm. living a new way, living by the twelve steps of AA, I have confidence. And I'm like, you know what? This works for me, where I can go to bed at night, get a, a ninety on my sleep score, yeah. yep. and I have some peace and I have some gratitude, and you know, if it's not for you, that's okay. Yeah. I, I love you anyhow. You know what the only thing you're missing, Glenn? Is the ability to write beautiful lyrics and blast out a, belt out a song like this gentleman yeah, does. Yeah, he's sexy looking. I'm yeah, not, right? I'm not I mean, sexy looking. He, he you could be a rock. You could, you could slash I don't have a should swagger. be a rock star. That's my next life, man. All right. Next life. But I, I'll tell you what. I'm coming back Tell me that's not table. a good goal is to be Whatever. a better man. Yeah. So... Blue October, you know, hey, I'll tell you what. A folks, night with Blue October yeah, or, an or, or a morning, depending on when you're listening to us. Or life with Blue October. You know, as, as I look at Blue October, what a sober tool, man. Mm-hmm. Really, I can't underline it enough. You know, yes, I go to AA. Yes, I do the steps. Yes, I work the time. But I'm telling you, Blue October is a go-to for me. It just... and, and Sober strength. Oh, just sober, sober tool and, sober and tool. what a progression man just yep. from hate me yep. to a better man yep right to uh home i mean yeah. that song home man i'll tell you what who would not want that I'm love li- you brother i'm living it love you <sighs> all right man hey someday we we might have them on all right sounds good maybe maybe all right circle See back brother. around bye thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat to contact the show email us at podcast at sober.coffee If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.